Most people go into business because they want to help solve problems for a specific group of people. And many businesses have turned to technology to aid them in that mission. But at the same time that you're trying to solve your customers' problems with tech, you've got a new problem. Getting employees trained to effectively use that technology and making sure they're ready for when the next innovation happens, especially in a world where things are changing constantly. There's a real issue. There's a real societal issue. 80% of the CEOs are worried about their key skills of their individuals. However, 20% have done anything about it. So why is one out of five CEOs have not done anything about it? It's because they don't know how. They're worried about this word digital. And, and I'm here to help this dispel with my team that myth. PricewaterhouseCoopers, which you probably know as PwC, is in the business of solving complex problems for companies and brands all over the world. Its portfolio of clients include titans in all industries. Maybe you've heard of them. Ford Motor Company, Walt Disney, Johnson & Johnson, Dell, Bank of America, the list goes on and on. But staying on top of advising so many different industries is no easy task. Which is why PwC has more than 280,000 employees today. And over the last 170 years that it has been in business, they've gone through thousands of transformations, making them one of the most modern, forward-looking companies out there. One of their most recent innovations has them set up for incredible success in the digital future we now live in today. And that innovation is upskilling their entire workforce. And as you'll hear on today's episode, it's not just transforming their company, it's changing the world. I'm Jeremy Bergeron, and this is Business X Factors. Each week, we'll take a look at the secret sauce that takes companies to the highest levels of success and how they got there. We'll explore how these organizations are run and what's so special about the people, culture, and processes that make it all happen. What is technology for? Our friends at Highland believe technology is for transforming the way you work, for delivering complete information when and where you need it so you can be more agile more empowered, more connected, through each interaction and in every relationship. Highland believes in technology thoughtfully designed to create better customer experiences. Highland is your X factor for better performance. Go to highland.com forward slash insights to learn more. That's H-Y-L-A-N-D.com slash insights. Today, we're looking at PwC through the lens of its chief product officer, Sunit Dua. Sunit has worked at PwC for 25 years. And during that time, he's seen this century and a half old global company grow exponentially. When Sunit started at PwC, it was delivering amazing value to its customers, but its back office systems needed modernizing. So he set out to take the big risk of implementing a new digital system to make work simpler and faster. One of the choices that I had to make was create a simplification at scale platform 
to take our firm to the next level, but no one's seen a product in our firm at that level. And I put my name on the line and I took the whole firm through it and we created this digital assistant called Astro and the firm loves it. Astro integrates with PwC's system and allows employees to use simple voice or text requests to run their day and enhance productivity. So basically, it's a super bot to automate their work life. When I saw things broken, it just, I don't know, maybe it's a, it was an issue in my mind. Why isn't it not fixed? And why do people allow it to let it be broken? Like a pothole you hit every day. Why not just fix the pothole? I've always been like that. Sunit immigrated to America from Kabul in 1980 as a young boy who didn't even know English. So you're already thinking about how fast can I assimilate? How fast can I assimilate? This drive to find his place in America led Sunit to one of America's favorite pastimes. To baseball. I played for a while. I played high school. And I, then I started umpiring because what I always wanted to do, I, I always had the curiosity to get to the details. How, how does things work? How do they actually work from that perspective? Sunit actually still umpires to this very day. This innate curiosity that propelled him to understand the inner workings of baseball aided him in his work life at PwC as well. I actually started in our uh, audit practice. First year associate, graduated from uh, school in New York, and, and I loved audit. And so we created a small consultancy in um, telecom. We were doing a lot of telecom cost management. So we were building products, but they weren't even recognized. They were just products attached to our services. And, and then about, about 2009 to 2015, I, I led one of our large technology clients in the Valley and worked with a big team to help separate them and break them in from one big company to five smaller companies. This was a big moment in Sunit's career. He was doing deeply valuable work for his clients, but it came with a cost. It was hard, it was late nights, and I actually was flying back and forth to the West Coast year on year. The Westin Palo Alto had my own room for me, which was crazy. And then I finally moved my family out there, right? I said, we gotta do this together. I can't do this alone anymore. Growth wasn't just on the to-do list for employees, though. Sunit himself was also evolving, and he put in a ton of time and hard work during those early years. And although he didn't know at the time, all this experience was slowly making him into the kind of leader who would be able to understand how to fix and optimize a company in a way that sticks. I'm not the one in the room that will speak the most. Um, I'll listen. Uh, I'll listen a lot. I'll formulate my thought but I always do come to a conclusion. I think I've gotten better over the years. I think younger, I, I had ADD of listening. I wasn't listening. I thought I was listening, and there's a difference. Becoming a leader who listens was crucial, especially when PwC's U.S. chair and senior partner, Tim Ryan, asked him to join the leadership team, making Sunit the first Asian-American to be on PwC's U.S. leadership team. Tim was looking for young leaders like Sunit to push PwC into the future. And the number one task on the list? Listening to PwC's internal workforce, which they call their citizens. So you mentioned citizen. Is that is that the term for the consumer or the or your, your internal team? That's the who are the who are the citizens? Our total staff. Yeah. 
They work day to day in our firm. They work with systems and processes that are old and broken. And they've been telling us for years and years, it's hard to work here. It's hard to work with our clients. So we said, how do we take care of our staff? And then we, essentially the model came is, as they started building all these, these uh, advancements and automations, it became this, what we call the citizen-led revolution in our firm. But before this citizen revolution of building automations, Sunit had to earn his way into leading the digital front of the company. It began with implementing a new customer relationship management platform, a process that was not going well when Sunit took the reins. So October 18th, he pulled me aside and said, we're launching December 18th. I don't think this plane's going to land. Can you land this plane? So the first thing I did was I delayed the date because there's no way I was going to land that plane. It was being bumpy. But through careful implementation and a whole lot of grit, it ended up being one of the most successful implementations of any application in the firm. And it went great. And from there, Tim just started saying, hey, can you go fix this? Can you go look at this? And at that point, after getting into our firm's plumbing, you saw a lot of things that you needed to go change. So I started fixing those things. And then he asked me to help in our digital journey because I would bring that innovation tech side to the story. When Sunit and his team examined the firm's internal plumbing, he found a big clog in the system. The PwC workforce didn't have the digital mastery or resources to leverage technologies for the business. In other words, they lacked digital acumen and it was slowing everything down. But the more that Sunit and his team looked at this problem, the more he realized that this wasn't just an internal problem. It was a global workforce problem. 80% of the CEOs are worried about their key skills of their individuals. However, 20% have done anything about it. So why is one out of five CEOs have not done anything about it? It's because they don't know how. They're worried about this word digital. And, and I'm here to help this dispel with my team that myth, right? Digital is not hard. That, and everyone needs to go through it. And it's fully inclusive. And this is the time to get everyone involved. It doesn't matter, you know, your income divide or your digital divide. We need it all in. Mm. Yeah. So, so with this increased digitization, there's always the question, what about humans and how many are going to lose their jobs? You know, with you know, having work from home due to COVID, has this accelerated the move for machines to replace humans? Yeah, Jeremy, listen, there, there's there's a couple of facts that are, are, are out there and I keep on saying this. The automation train, it's not stopping. So it's, it's not even a freight train, it's moving to be a fast train. The human skills train is like the number seven train in New York. It goes slow and it stops and it goes slow and it stops and it breaks. The problem is we need to feed the human skills train with the, the learning that I've been talking about. Once the human skills and the automation train converge, then you actually have an organization that's really clicking at the next level. Now, what does that actually mean? Sometimes when you create an automation, it takes maybe five minutes of the job away. It doesn't mean the job goes away. What we're trying to do is rebalance the pyramid of the job. We're trying to take mundane work out of the system. Let the computers do the mundane work. They're so much faster. They're so much more accurate. When it comes to real data insights, data storytelling, data wrangling, issue-based problem solving. We want corporate America to get to that because that's where we excel in, right? That's where computers do not excel in. 
We know how to tell the story. We're compassionate about the story. That's where the arts really come in on communicating with impact. And that's what we're, we're focusing on a lot on getting those things to converge. Now, listen, will you have some cost take up? That will happen naturally. But the productivity gain and the culture gain by far, it's, uh, it's unbelievable. I love how you, it's this theme of just like, inclu- it's, like it's, it's inclusive of everybody. It's not like, hey, let's exclusively take this group of people and protect them. It's, it's inclusive of everyone. And I think that's really Jerry, important. Let me just add there because I think what people also forget, this is only for knowledge workers. Oh no, this is for laborers. This, our school of manufacturing, you have to make sure every, I had a client who, who uh, builds, makes paper. They have mill workers, right? And they're like, what about them? I'm like, what about, of course, they have to be part of this journey. It's not just the knowledge workers. It's also the laborers. We can't forget them either. And that's where few people are saying it's only for the knowledge base. No, it's inclusive to all. So how do you both help your internal workforce and the world develop digital acumen so they can become better, as PwC calls them, digital citizens? Well, you invest a lot of money to digitally upskill your entire company. Three billion dollars to be exact. So when we announced the three billion new world, new skills um, journey, we, we started with the US first. And, and by territory, by territory, slowly going through their journey, it's for every single person, whether it's our, our assistant, our receptionist, to all the way to the senior tax partner. It was for everyone. And the challenge we had was, how do you get a digital baseline or acumen of the organization? We're, we're a big company. The first step to upskilling was that Sunit needed to measure the starting point of PwC's workforce to really get a baseline reading of where things stood. He needed to answer questions like, where were the biggest gaps in digital knowledge? What kind of training did PwC's employees actually need to thrive in today's landscape? To determine this baseline and deliver the necessary training, PwC developed an app called Digital Fitness. And to clarify, this is not for physical fitness. So put away the Lycra and resistance bands. This app was built to determine how digitally fit you really are. So Digital Fitness app took over a year to develop, maybe a little bit less. And, and the goal for the Digital Fitness app, even prior to our digital journey was, how do we increase the digital acumen of corporate America? Once they had the data about what kind of training was needed, the next step to upskilling was building a learning platform that would help fill in those knowledge gaps. They also put really cool incentives in place to encourage this digital growth. We created this gamification of baselining the firm to start off with, gamifying the scores, and then offering these amazing digital channels to our people to learn. If I start again, like you have to become a learner at the end of the day, right? We have to teach you, but the teaching could be fun. Teaching could be important because it's about a skill that you're not, you don't have and you're going to have. And, and one of the things that we started building is called a citizen-led innovation. We, we let our citizens tell us what else they want. We put the burden of search not on them, but on us to give them what they want and so they can transform themselves. And, and how do you just raise the awareness? When you, when you go on the app, it's going to teach you about topics that you probably don't know about. But then what I've done is I put a little butt in your ears and say, maybe I want to go further detail on that topic, right? 
So CRISPR, DNA testing, you might not be interested, but we have podcasts and it's what we call micro learning, read, watch, listen, right? It's lean back, soft learning. And we didn't want to lose the enterprise worker immediately. Some of these other vendors or courses, they're so deep. And the enterprise worker is like, I don't have time for these deep courses, right? So we said, we're going to do the opposite. We're going to do that micro learning, get people excited. This micro learning approach is such a powerful one. I checked out the app and took the quiz. And it was super interesting to see which areas I could improve on and the exact next steps I could take to increase my digital skills. Plus, this was just my style. I loved how it, it gamified the entire journey. And this microlearning approach isn't just good for the end user, it's also very powerful in terms of ROI for PwC. So we created new roles like digital accelerators. We created new titles where people are a tax associate is becoming a digital accelerator, making money, creating bots. That would never be in the PwC world. And that was the excitement that sort of generated our, our return, our results have been phenomenal. Our outcomes quantitative has been great. Margin and revenue have been phenomenal. More importantly, the qualitative result of our attrition rate is, fun. I mean, it's, it's, it's through the roof that it, how low it is, but more but the last thing I'll tell you, Jeremy, that really is the one that I go after is the culture. Because the culture, if you can change the culture at scale, you have a firm that can't be stopped. When Sunit and the PwC leadership team saw these kinds of results, they knew they were onto something big. Something so big, they could actually transform the global workforce if they could bring this to the public. And when 2020 took the turns it did, they knew this was the time. When COVID hit, our CEO came to us and challenged us like, we need to do something. Like, we're not a medical provider. We're not first respond workers. Like, what do we do from a technology perspective or from a services perspective? And, and everybody in the firm, they started doing their own thing, which is great. Like, that's why the, the firm's so great. But Tim wanted to do something at scale. And I said to him, I said, we can turn our app to a consumer app and offer it for free. And I think that would be our give back to the world because what's happening now? Everyone's home. They're learning from home. We can at least now, they're getting their school online. We can maybe upskill the digital acumen of people like your uncle, my aunt, your mom, your dad, and let's just go crazy. Let's just send it out there. And let's give it to our global network also. So Jeremy, we, we have over 400,000 downloads, right? Um, which is phenomenal. It's amazing. And we're in 80 countries. I got an email from a teacher in Africa saying, thank you. And I don't know how she found me, but she, she saying, thank you. We would have never had access to this, right? Because they wouldn't have. And, and it's very easy to download it. You'll see, you'll go right on and you'll play and you'll have fun. And imagine it gives you a score if you don't go into it. Wow. The the digital fitness app. I downloaded it today and I was about to take the assessment. I'm going to check it out. You have to tell me your score after. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's going to give me an assessment right away. Okay. I was a little nervous. I was impressed with the the user experience on the app. I mean, it's clean. It's like, I mean, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an app nerd anyway. And so I'm, I'm pretty snobby when it comes to just the UI UX of things. And I mean, I was, I was like, whoa, like they did a great job on this. And, and it's something that I, I didn't really think about when I was initially, you know, kind of thinking of your organization, but you know, you have 
I mean, you've almost got all 500 of the top Fortune 500 as customers. You're supporting these incredibly innovative companies across industries, across all kinds of different segments. Does that influence the way you build and drive innovation in, inside a PwC? You know, because I feel like you kind of get a peek under the hood, so to speak, in some of these massive organizations to see what they're doing. How does that kind of dance with with PwC and what y'all are creating? Yeah, Jeremy, you know, there, there's there's two ways to build. You can sit in a silo with a bunch of smart people and go build and then roll out, right? Um, probably not the best way to build. You might get something. You might get some uptake. The real great way to build is you take the outside in view. Our customers, our clients have been telling us for years, and what they hear is what they've been telling us. You guys are the best learning organization ever because when we hire your people, they know so much. They're so trained. They're, they're this. They're so equipped for whatever role. And we have this asset and this brand underneath us, and we didn't even know it. Like, We've been, we've been a learning organization for 170 years, right? We have continuous learning. We've been infinite learners forever. And we, we just didn't package it the way we should have packaged it earlier on. And after we did our journey, our, we turned back to our clients and saying, you're 100% right. We're going to give you a sneak peek into what we get trained as. Why shouldn't whatever the 55,000 get, why don't you have access to that? Now that PwC knew the baseline of its employees' digital acumen at scale, thanks to this digital fitness app, PwC now knew the baseline of its employees' entire digital acumen. There was one other piece to add to the upskilling initiative, though. One that gave the employees an opportunity to make their work life even better through building automations. They created a digital laboratory and it's essentially a marketplace of automations that are built and used by actual PwC employees to fix problems and save time. Think of simple digital triggers to help take steps out of mundane tasks. As long as you learn, you can go build innovation. You can, bring, you can build a simple dinner bot to make dinner easy, a survey bot, or a lease accounting bot. We don't care, we're not gonna judge, but to cultivate that whole viral of sharing and showing it to everyone, we created this gateway, which is truly our automation store where everyone in the firm, as they built an automation, they put it in there. And when they put it in there, we then saw that person, that Sunid who put it in there became famous in the firm. Because then we started recording the top producers and the top consumers. And we started paying people for creating bots and gamifying it. And then you had like the top 10 list, the top 10 bots, the top 10. That truly created a cycle of innovation. We have over 7,500 automations in our firm. It's like a hackathon a minute. We don't have to do a special hackathon every week. It's just happening right now as we speak because people are finding issues and they're automating it. Upskilling changed everything at PwC. It's the company's secret sauce and its X factor. Upskilling has taken the company to the next level and made it a leader in the digital age. But what impressed me most when I spoke with Sunit was his underlying goal. He didn't wanna just use upskilling to make the company as great as it could be. He and his team honestly wanted the world to be better. And they believed that upskilling was the way to do it. In this fourth industrial revolution, the digital baseline, we are all equal. The beauty of that is we are all equal. And what I'm working with corporations is 
everyone should have access to this, not just a few special ones, not the few IT folks, everyone should have. I actually believe a bot per human. We, we say that all the time and we believe that because everyone should be able to create low code automations. They're not hard. You got to teach them. And I think we're finally at a point when it really is fair and 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 it's the inclusivity is high. This is finally a chance where employers can really hone on giving employees these channels and make it inclusive to all. The world we are in today, it's very subjective on our feedback. X person does Y, they do good, they do bad, even us. And where I want people to move towards is using data, right? Data-driven approaches to say, Jeremy has X skill to move to the next level. That's the right way to do it because Jeremy's worked on the skill and everyone at scale should be able to do those type of skills based on their job or their or, or their skill set. And I think that's where digital will truly play a fair game. We can all do it together as long as, and, and we now have a playbook, a really good playbook that we want to take to others. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, you'll get to know a more personal side of PwC's brilliant leader, Sunit Dua, when I put him in the hot seat. Stay with us. When I need help, I want someone who understands where I am now and where I'm coming from, but with a broader perspective. The folks at Highland are like that. Highland is a true partner to more than half of Fortune 100 companies, a partner that understands your industry and offers expertly tailored solutions that evolve with you. With Highland, you gain a complete view of information across your organization, along with the agility to compete at the top of your game and deliver better customer experiences. Highland is your X factor for better performance. Go to highland.com forward slash insights to learn more. That's H-Y-L-A-N-D dot com slash insights. Having learned so much about the success Sunit has had in business, I wanted to get to know him a bit more personally to find out more about the man himself. I like to kind of humanize this this experience and you know and really just kind of get to know you a little bit so i'm going to just throw some questions your way all right cool cool um something that you keep learning again and again is what i would say people and human skills and the mind Mm. i mean humans are i think we we have to continue to work with how we keep on working with humans not to give up on these type of journeys and continue on their working on their psyche that they can do it, right? Mm, absolutely. No, I love that. I love that. Uh, something wise your elders taught you was what? Be nice to everybody. Gosh, just can't, can't, can't go wrong with that one, especially if you weave it into everything. What are you secretly curious about? I'm secretly curious about... That's a good question. Um, <laughs> I guess I'm secretly curious about how how do we actually all evolve from this pandemic, right? And 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 what I would just to double click on that, 
I think we finally saw institutions as academic institutions, 100-year-old institutions, corporate America. People are so set in their ways. And it actually showed during the pandemic, you don't have to be set in their ways to be productive. So I'm really secretly curious that can we keep this going because that's the right thing to do. Mm, mm, I love that. Okay. Um, when when you want to feel more joy, what do you do? I, I, the the honest answer is my family. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Spending time with my family and my kids and my wife and and continuing to do see them grow and and help them and teach them, make sure they don't make the mistakes I make uh, or I made, and let them you know but let them grow as well. So that gives me a lot of joy. That's awesome. I'm curious about this again from. You know, an amazing human like you in your position and, and your perspective. Tell us about your mindfulness practice. How do you kind of quiet the storm? How, you know, what do you do to really stay centered in the midst of this massively, you know, changing world that you're really in a lot of ways at the very front of? Yeah, Jeremy, great question. I think there are two things that I, I've learned from others and I've sort of made it personalized to me. One is I'm always planning. I take seven to eight every morning or six to seven every morning, and I just plan. I plan the day or the week, depending on what it is, and and just and, and I go really through in my mental mind, what do I want the end of the day to be? But then to double down on that, I create this personal plan of myself. I call the five, 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 right? Three fives, and you can do four fives. It doesn't matter where I'm in my career till I retire. It's three fives left is every five years, I revisit my plan. And in this plan, Jeremy, it's not just my personal, my career. It's everything. Daughter going to school, parents aging, right? Um, Kids going to basketball, right? Um, I'm part. All those things change your mindset on how you work with your team, how you work with your organization, and where you want to be in your career. Because if you don't put everything into the bucket as planning, then you're going to miss something. In this day and age, when startups and new tech are the norm, it's remarkable that a 170-year-old company like PwC is leading the way. After all, it would be so easy for leadership to sidestep the inefficiencies and just ignore the problems that their workforce were facing. This happens all the time in big corporations. But by facing the problem head-on, PwC developed it's X Factor. Upskilling isn't just allowing PwC to weather new seasons in tech. It's allowing the company to lead the way in how people use tech. It's innovative, human-centric, and world-changing. Everything PwC needs to stay in business for another 170 years. You've been listening to Business X Factors brought to you by Highland. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast app. We'd also be so grateful if you rated and reviewed us on Apple Podcasts. This helps ensure that more listeners like you find the show. I don't know about you, but when I have a decision to make, I look for information. I may look through emails, documents, photos, and files in multiple places. And if I'm lucky, I find what I'm looking for. So it's amazing to me that while I have trouble finding a single file, 
Some organizations' success hinges on making sure that the right people can get all the right information they need when and where they need it, like hospitals, insurers, banks, and all sorts of businesses. I don't know how they do it, but our friends at Highland do. Highland empowers more than half of 2020 Fortune 100 companies with tools that help make sure the right information gets to the right folks easily and automatically and makes business processes smarter and more efficient. Highland is your X factor for better performance. Go to highland.com forward slash insights to learn more. That's H-Y-L-A-N-D.com slash insights. Thanks for listening. I'm Jeremy Bergeron, and I'll catch you next time on Business X Factors.